Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 17th, 2020. Welcome to Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week on Queer All Year. What's up, guys? This is Kat, and I'm joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer, Mick G. My stove need a shout out. I'm like, what up, stove? Hot your stove? Like, is that a thing? Yeah, that's two chains. <laughs> is it like, does it, is it like a, uh, sim- not symbolism, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, yeah, it is. Metaphor. Uh, um, so. <laughs> I have an English degree. He says that, well, the song is called Fork, and uh, he's talking about um, his fork cooking crack on his stove. Oh, okay. So. And how high was he? Well, he's talking about making crack. So <laughs> what on earth? That's a weird. I kind of like that My symbolism. Fork need a shout out. I'm like, what up, fork? My stove need a but, shout out. I'm like, what okay, up, stove? okay, okay. Calm down, McGee. You don't need to be hitting my mic. We got stories to get to. Okay, that's. Ooh, hello, fork and stove. Shout out. Anyway, uh, shout out to a romantic spectrum awareness week. That's what we're talking about. Not forks and stoves. Uh, this is the first day, well, yes, the first day of Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week, which is the first full week after Valentine's Day, because if you're aromantic, then you probably would like to have an awareness week sometime around the supposedly most romantic holiday, uh, whatever, it's such a gimmick. Anyway, the very first Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week was in 2014, A Aromanticism is um, an orientation under the LGBT umbrella uh, in which a person doesn't feel um, romantic attraction, which is um, not related to asexuality. That is a totally separate thing. And that is a thing that, boy, you got to argue about on the Internet. Oh, boy is um, gendered language, but hmm. Someday I'm going to talk about how language all eventually turns masculine, but means not all, not only masculine. Anyway, that's, whew, I got to not, I'm on my English thing today. Uh, This year, um, every year they have hashtags for the week. This year's hashtags are hashtag Aros and Arrows, so A-R-O-S-A-N-D. A-R-R-O-W-S. I don't... I couldn't figure out what the arrows part of that is. Is it... It might just be like, y'all shooting arrows at the haters or something. Probably not that. Um, And the second hashtag is hashtag being aromantic is. And so that's kind of like, you know, on Twitter when you're like hashtag being, being gay is or hashtag being in love with avocado is or something there's a lot of hashtag being blank so um yeah check those out keep an eye on those hashtags this week you can check out arospecawarenessweek.tumblr.com which is a a, that's a url right there for uh more information and activities related to this week and the hashtags that is a r o specawarenessweek.tumblr.com. There's a lot of letters. So, like I said, it's a valid thing. It's a real thing. 
you got to argue about it on the internet because it's not a valid real thing to people who are on the internet because nothing's valid or real to people on the internet, I guess. Anyway, so happy Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week. Happy week to all our Arrow listeners. And I am really excited to hopefully annoy people on the internet in spirit of waking people up. That having been said, let's go on to a little segment with McGee. Hey, this is McGee, and today I'm going to be talking about the popular drug CBD. This compound found in the cannabis plant is known as the non-intoxicating cousin to THC. The rise in popularity of CBD has done much to legitimize cannabis as an effective medicine. I personally take about 30 milligrams of CBD daily for anxiety and back pain. Uh, within a week of starting, I no longer needed my clonazepam or even Tylenol for the back pain. While not as effective as unadulterated cannabis, CBD is legal in all 50 states, allowing anyone to get this medicine, rather than, you know, waiting in a Walmart parking lot for some sketchy guy with a bag of unregulated cartel weed that you really are not going to be getting any CBD out of anyway, and you'd be risking a possible arrest or uh, just the fact that you'd be committing a crime. Um, anyway, that's off topic. So CBD stands for cannabidiol, which is part of a group of drugs known as cannabinoids. A lot of people have trouble uh, pronouncing cannabinoid, uh, but it's really simple. I'm going to tell you right now. It's a fun one to do. Cannabinoid. Do, 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 do. Cannabinoid. Do, 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 do. Okay, now that we've figured out how to say cannabinoid, we uh, are going to talk about the brain. So our brain has special receptors known as the endocannabinoid system. These re receptors regulate mood, appetite, pain sensation, fertility, memory, and many more. And as you can see, it is important to keep those receptors balanced. All of those things are pretty important. CBD is just the first in the puzzle, though. Many equally helpful compounds such as CBN, CBG, THC, THCA, THCV, CBCA remain illegal to this day until uh, Kansas, where I'm from, or the federal government realizes the medical potential shown here. CBD will help greatly. And that's about it for a little segment. This is McGee, and now you know CBD. All right, thank you, McGee. Well, our stories this week are pretty short, so I'm going to have my own little segment after this story. Um, and this is an important story, but not a long one, like I said. Um, so on this date in history, the Gay Alliance for Equality had its very first protest in Halifax against the CBC which is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. I didn't look that up because I always listen to the CBC and I just call it CBC. And I really like the CBC. Anyway, but I don't like them in this because they refuse to air public service announcements regarding the gay line. And the gay line is or was a like a one of those hotlines for you know, um, if you're feeling 
you know, I don't want to say... Because if you're feeling, you know, like you're going to hurt yourself, then they refer to you. They're like, don't call us. Call something else. But if you just need to talk, not call someone else unless it's 911-999. Go to the emergency room. Um, the gay line was a hotline to just give a, a listening ear, you know, if you were you were having a hard time or you were... You know, if you had questions, it was also there for information for people who were just like, what is gay? And then you could call the gay line and they would tell you what is gay. Um, a lot of things are gay. Um, it was kind of counseling, but kind of not because it only for only a little while did it have people who were uh, licensed and qualified to actually like provide, you know, like help kind of like. Um, it, it went through several different iterations. It was, um, originally, you know, just volunteers, um, you know, helping out by giving a, a caring ear. And then there were some social workers later on who were added and it was mostly, they were volunteers, but the unqualified volunteers kind of went away. And, um, then it just kind of like wound down. It was, it wasn't as effective as other lines that were being, invented especially like the uh the trevor project so check that one out but this one was canadian canadian specific and they suspended it around uh 2012 just to reevaluate how they were um pro uh, providing their service and they decided that it just it it wasn't going to work out anymore and so it was officially just um shut down and it was picked up by something else that um, wasn't really. I can't. I I can't tell if it's still going or not. But the the hotline is definitely discontinued, and I can't tell if any of the organizations that have been related to it are still up and running because some places say this thing is, and then some places say this thing was. And so I'm just gonna say it's defunct, and probably so are all the organizations associated with it. But anyway, that was, um, the CBC refused to let people know that it existed. And so the Gay Alliance for Equality had a protest outside their offices, which is a good thing. So CBC, you were bad, but you have stepped up quite a bit. Keep it up. All right. So like I said, that was a really short story. That was a really fast way of talking. So I'm going to have a segment where I don't talk super fast. And then I'm going to give you our last very short story. Hey guys, I'm Cat Jones and here's my segment. Just kidding, Cat's uh, segment didn't pan out. So I'm going to talk about Nazis. Werner von Braun was the head of NASA and is considered the most important scientist in getting us to the moon. Before that, though, he was known to handpick slaves from Auschwitz to work on his V2 rocket designs. I'm Cat Jones, and peace, sucker. All right, well, hopefully McGee was able to edit that in, okay, because I think that came out a little weird. Anyway, our last story is about Facebook, which is a terrible place, except for our group, which is Queer All Year Fam. Go join it. 
In 2011, Facebook added civil union and domestic partnership to its list of available relationship statuses. Um, This was a result of a consultation, well, quite a few consultations over a long period um, with LGBT organizations. Uh, This was obviously before marriage equality was passed, so civil union and domestic partnership were very important to add and they should have probably been there in the beginning, but, you know, Facebook has, over the years, um, been woken up very harshly to some of the things it should include and some of the things it should kick out and and just some of the things it's constantly still failing at. But, um, so the PR for this was stereotypically self-congratulatory. It was, you know, press releases that were like, Facebook has finally come into the future and we are as always lgbt friendly and have decided to stay up to date with today's lgbt needs by adding these two relationship statuses and we were all like but you still can only be male or female um and there are some states where you can actually get like married and sometimes it doesn't let you choose that if you're in a you know relationship with someone of the same sex or gender or whatever it decides you are and then sometimes it also just doesn't let you be in a relationship status in that situation so what and um those have mostly gone away i think they either pretended they were glitches or they were actually glitches because it didn't happen for everyone but anyway facebook thinks it's uh on top of stuff and it is not um I hear that Facebook is for old people now. Where y- where are y'all going? Cause I-, I don't understand where where people go to keep up with each other now. Apparently Snapchat, but uh, that's one on one, right? Kind of basically, unless you put out a story or something. And I it, like Facebook is just like you 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 put a thing out and it blasts everyone you know, and if it's public, it blasts everyone you don't know, and you you put like sad lyrics or something and you're all emo and i don't know if emo is even still a word uh so hit us up on our facebook group on the website y'all aren't using anymore let us know what you are using i don't know mcg uses stuff so i guess go find him places um find i search for us on various things and it will probably be mcg running them i can kind of do twitter and instagram and our twitter and instagram are queer all year pod um so sometimes i'll be the one tweeting there or instagramming that gramming to insting shut up cat anyway yeah so we've done facebook we've done twitter and instagram and whatever else mcg uses um if you would like to join our patreon that would be awesome that would give us maybe an advertising budget so we can boost ourselves on our social media platforms and get more people invested in the show, involved in the show is the word I was looking for. Um, At the $5 tier, you get bonus episodes. At the $1 tier, you get bloopers, and you'll be able to hear the thing that McGee just said, which was insane. Um, And um, we're we're constantly adding stuff you know higher tiers but also more fun stuff to lower tiers and anything 
that you guys want to provide us is amazing. We are so grateful. If we could give a tier for just like a penny and you wanted to give a penny, that would be, I mean, just we would fall over thanking you. I'm, it just the fact that people want to support us is incredible and we are so grateful. So if you would like to make it so more people can support us monetarily or not, um, it would be very, very helpful if you could go out and subscribe and rate and review the podcast on whatever podcatcher you use to listen to the podcast. Uh, it, the, mo the one that helps us most is the little purple Apple podcast app on your phone or tablet maybe on your Mac. I have a Mac, but I haven't looked, but that's the one that helps us out the most. If you could leave a review with your rating so that Apple sees that we didn't just buy a, a rating or a review and, um, you know, leave some constructive criticism or, or praise. We will take praise or criticism, anything like that. It would help us out a lot. So in closing after that strange short bunch of stories uh i want to thank you so much for being part of our history and part of keeping us wanting to do this because man it is very time consuming and strange and it's really great to hear people appreciating it and it's been a it's so far it hasn't even been a no, it's been a full month, but I mean, it's been a wild ride. And you guys are a big part of our history, and we love you for it so much. <laughs>